Well, first uh, question is directed at Jordan, and um, it's a funny one. How's life being retired, uh, especially given this last year that you've had? Yeah, yeah, I'm still um, still letting it set in a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know if uh, I, I'm still trying to keep maybe the door open and, and see what, you know, if this is really something that I want to do. And um, I think that I've dedicated my entire life to the sport and um, kind of giving the space to make that decision and, and make it the right decision. So I'm still trying to kind of, you know, I don't know if I've officially like retired yet, but I definitely feel like I'm I'm in the place where it's the right decision, um, but still just trying to give myself some grace and, and time and taking a step back and really making sure it's it's what I want. Why Texas? And that's <laughs> over to Dave. And I am not asking, I want to be clear for our listeners and yeah. viewers. I did not ask that question. It was from the fans. Yeah, no, why Texas? That's a, that's a really complex answer because there's lots of things that go into it in terms of family, personal life, um, you know, some NCAA changes. You know, I think everybody gets their information about the NCAA through ESPN, or a lot of people do um, through ESPN, because that's probably the biggest one. And the latest quote unquote shocking thing was SC and UCLA taking a move to the Big Ten, but there's gonna be a lot of changes within the NCAA. Um, it'll affect sports. I don't know positively, negatively, but uh, you know, like just sport as we know it is going to change, right? So just trying to project that as a somebody in the coaching world and where do I want to be and where do I want to position myself? And then now that, you know, I'm a young person with a family and, and looking to grow that, looking towards the future. Uh, and then you start looking at the volleyball side, right? In terms of success, growth, opportunities, um, universities with a brand name that have everything that you could ever ask for, right? So resources and that attract people that you want to be around. So as coaches, one of the, the rarest things we get to do is we get to choose the people that we go through life with both on our coaching staff and as players, right? The people that we bring into our program. So what kind of athletes are being attracted to a program? Um, and then really just, yeah, are these people that I want to succeed with? And I want to, I want to try to do something special with because we invest so much time. So you gather all those pieces. And then on top of that, it's like, where do I want to live? We're, you know, we're lucky enough to live in Malibu area and that's pretty nice. And there's not too many places we would want to go. So then where do we want to live? And um, Austin's pretty darn nice. So that's right up there with, with Southern California. Right. How about you, Jordan? Yeah, I mean, I think he articulated it very well. I would just kind of piggyback off of what he said obviously you're going from the men's to the women's and he's going women's to men's I guess for both of you what could the transition be like so I know Jordan you've done some boys and, and men's coaching as well but is there a difference uh, a, a, you know a, a curb learning scenario for you guys and we'll jump over to Jordan for the response first Oh, goodness. I don't know if I have enough experience to really like justify an opinion on that. Um, for me, I think it's just how can you really get to know each athlete and, and kind of what makes them the best version of them and how can you kind of communicate to them um, and, and kind of what resonates with them. So I think it, um, I'm, there are differences as far as, you know, maybe offensive tactics, you know, things like that are, you know, <clears throat> actual like volleyball things maybe but in general like you're still dealing with people and um it's how can you um 
best makes sense to them and get the best out of them um, in each scenario. So again, I don't know if I necessarily have that much experience, but I think that's how I would try to approach the situation. Yeah, good. How about you, Dave? Yeah, yeah, I think there's Jordan, Jordan hit it on the head there. Um, it's person by person. So I wouldn't classify people by genders or athletes by genders necessarily. I'd say like you have the proactive and the reactive athletes or the, the athletes that are trying to be elite. And then the athletes that maybe are still trying to figure that out. Um, so that's how I would classify them there. And then like Jordan said, I think you're dealing with people. So you have to get to know who that person in what is, what makes them tick, uh, what experiences have they had, good and bad, you know, what's their perspective, what's their scope on life, and then how can I take my message in volleyball and shape it to that person in a way that they can understand and make it clear and concise. Um, yeah. There are there are rule, you know, rule uh, differences specifically with the women at the college level when. You know, I worked with the national team. It was the same as men's collegiate rules. So um, there was no difference there. But now we're dealing with a lot more subs. Uh, so there will be some tactics in terms of how do we get some subs into the game? How do we, here's our deficiencies. How can we problem solve that uh, a little bit differently? So that'll be the question and something that uh, we have some more tools at our disposal in a lot of ways because we have some more flexibility where before it was just, well, we got to teach better. We got to train better. Now we we have some pieces that we can slide in there. Yeah, well, actually, and what you're discussing has actually triggered a question that I want to ask both of you, and <laughs> I guess it could be viewed as a relationship question, but it's not. It's more a volleyball question, just so you know. But um, do you think, based on your guys' experience in the volleyball world, you could learn from each other still, or do you? Is there a difference in opinion uh, and in strategy and then? Uh, and so forth, because, uh, you know, obviously Jordan being the athlete, not that you're not an athlete, David, you're just right. No, no, that's more known for the mastermind. Yeah. So you could say I'm that. curious you how you guys that. would work together, which is one of the questions is how is it like working together? And I discovered that you guys had been apart <laughs> for the most yeah, part yeah. these last few months or weeks or so. So I'm curious how that dynamic works between both of you working together as a uh, married couple. And we'll start with you, Jordan. Um, yeah, I mean, I think just in the coaching realm, I, I still feel like I have a lot to learn and uh, a lot to um, really adjust to. Um, so I definitely think that um, I will continue to learn, uh, obviously, from David. But I I do have kind of a personality where I, I like to ask a lot of questions. Um, I don't know. I was raised. My parents raised me of, hey, if you if something doesn't seem right, you know, you ask questions. And and I think that sometimes um, I ask questions that maybe times don't make sense, but in my mind, it's, I'm trying to find some sort of solution. And um, yeah, I think that I have a lot of questions and I'm sure <laughs> David hears a lot of those questions and is like, where is that coming from? You know, but um, yeah, it's, it's just seeking to learn and seeking to understand. And I know that in the coaching realm, that's, I have a lot to, to understand and, and to fully, to fully learn still. So. Yeah. How about you, Dave? <clears throat> yeah, there's, there's a ton that I can learn from Jordan and I do learn from Jordan and um, it may sound weird, right? Because she hasn't coached necessarily a ton, but it, a lot of times as coaches, we know what it looks like 
from outside the white lines, right? Like, here's what we want done, or here's how we would like it to look. And then a lot of times I can ask Jordan, just like, hey, does this make sense? You know, what am I saying here? And actually, I probably need to do that more looking back and even going forward, right? In terms of, hey, here's what I see, or here's what I think, right? Do, does this make sense to the athlete? Or how would the athlete frame this? Um, it's, it's completely different once you have to go and execute, right? And also we know is learn, like when it comes to learning or, or teaching skill, like the things that I assign or, or the things that I say um, about a skill aren't necessarily what an athlete might feel or every athlete is different. So for me, I may be talking about somebody's arms when it comes to passing, but somebody else might think about it as hips or playing over a leg or however it is. And I think that's the elite coaches that I've been around know how to take their message and then tailor it to every athlete versus here's the message. And hopefully all 21 athletes understand what I'm saying. Um, That's, those have been the really good coaches I've been around. So I think, you know, just having somebody like Jordan around, she's been around some of the best players in the world and maybe those conversations have come up or not come up. And now she has a different way to articulate it as well. And, um, you know, playing experience for me, when I was hiring assistants was always valuable. Some people, Oh, you haven't coached for me. The playing experience is almost just as valuable because you've been seeing that skill executed at the highest level for the last 15 years. I've seen it on video for the last 15 years, but you know, she's been front and center seeing that skill executed by people all around the world. So she has a clear image of what great passing looks like, great attacking looks like, great setting looks like. Now the articulation piece for the individual athlete will come into play and she'll figure out that real quick. Yeah. Well, coach thrown down there, Jordan, nothing but good things to say about you. Apparently, huh? Yeah, high, standard, high standard for you, Jordan. Let's go. <laughs> well, let's lighten it up here because one of the questions I, I, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, it's kind of like a open-ended question, but I'd like to throw it your way. Um, any funny, striking, unusual stories that you can share from this last year? besides getting a gold medal. How about that? Because everyone knows about that. <laughs> um, last year of something that's, um, yeah, I mean, we've had a crazy year. I mean, it's been, um, we've both had changes and um, lots of wonderful things have happened and uh, just, yeah, feeling really blessed. And um, I wouldn't say there's one thing that necessarily stands out. I mean, I think it's just been a culmination of things and um, just, you know, looking back on, um, kind of our life story and what has gotten us to this point. And, and I think it's a lot of hard work and, and dedication and, um, yeah, I don't know if there's one thing that necessarily stands out. Um, I just think it's, uh, it's been really cool to see, um, just David, like really expand and, and grow, you know, Pepperdine and like what they've done. And, and, uh, it's not an easy job I know. And, um, just the impact that I know he's had on those young kids and, and how, how they view him, um, I think is, is really cool. And, and, and it was sad that I didn't get to be there for much of the season, even though I was anticipating going to be there for most of the season, but, um, yeah, being able to really witness it firsthand, um, in person, um, yeah, I don't know. It's really cool. Well, I've got to ask you that I was thinking, well, did Dave ever consult you when you were abroad, when things are not going south, but when he's in need of some extra wisdom. Yeah. I mean, we, obviously we love the game and I think that's kind of one of the original things that really connected us and um, 
we talk volleyball probably more than people probably would, you know, realize. Um, I think it's, uh, but I think we're always trying to, you know, solve a problem or come to a solution of like what we feel is, you know, good. And um, yeah, I don't know. I just, um, yeah, I, I don't know if he, I think I try to be more listening. Uh, obviously, I think I, I just, I lean on him more as far as, you know, his knowledge of how to get out of a situation coaching rise because he's just had so much experience and been able to learn from so many people. So I could probably give my perspective, but I still would probably, you know, lean towards kind of what he's feeling in that moment and how he's doing. Yeah. Well, I got to throw your way. How about your story, Dave? You know, obviously I got to- well, for, well, First with- off, are you implying that our season wasn't smooth, Rob? Is that what you were implying by that question? In fact, well, let, let's be real. We we came out of COVID. We actually had people. There's other stuff that were COVID, you know, history time related that were that affected yeah. teams, and we all oh, saw yeah. that. This, right. So I know there are some unique situations that 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 all the coaches had to deal with. So, but yeah. you know, season was okay. Uh, you know, your, your waves did all right. You know, <laughs> yeah, we figured it out. We played good volleyball. You know, at the right time, so that was good. <laughs> um, ooh, a story. You know, from this last year, I I don't see like one specific story, but it's probably and what Jordan's been alluding to is it's a lot of like cool little moments that probably speak towards the bigger picture. You know, like so. I mean, Jordan, you know, you talked about the gold medal, right, for Jordan, but then there's this culmination. Like, it's not specifically about this little little medal, right? Little, I mean, but it's getting bigger and bigger each time. Pretty soon they're probably going to be like this. But um, <laughs> it's not so much just about that medal, but just, like, when it encapsulates, right? Like, for every athlete, it's different. For some people, I mean, Jordan has her own story. She could tell it, but it's just everything that you've gone through is sort of encapsulated in that. And not only yourself individually but then the team right so you think about the u.s team and what they had to go through and then um you know our our pepperdine team for myself fast forwarding you know we end up winning the mpsf and rob you were there and you you saw me probably after both the ncaa match and um the mpsf match a little more emotional than i typically would be in in a situation after a match and for me it was just knowing that this was the last time with the guys right like and then everything that went through, they went through the season individually. And just, you know, you look at all the different guys out there on the court or on the bench or in the stands that were part of our program. And each one of them had a cool story uh, to tell, right? Everyone had their own battle or something that they had to overcome in their own way. And none of them were insignificant in any means, right? I mean, so as a coach, you start to really learn and, and feel like that's the cool part about the journey right? Yeah. Like the journey is what you remember. Yeah. You know, Hey, we won, you know, world champs or we won VNL or we won the NCAAs, but it's, it's really, Hey, remember that road trip and we got stuck on the side of the road and coach had to change a flat tire and, you know, you didn't know what the heck he was doing. Those are the things that you end up sort of looking back and reflecting on. And, and when those teams come back, you know, five, 10 years from now, you know, those are the things that you end up usually talking about. It's not, oh, remember, you know, so-and-so had 40 kills. Um, yeah. It's usually those little stories where you had time together. So a lot of those memories are are things like that or, or celebrating somebody when they had to overcome something difficult um, because that's the lasting, you know, effect or impact. Yeah. 
was kind of hoping to hear that maybe you snuck out for a weekend and stowed away Spud and visited Jordan in Italy or something. You know? <laughs> if, if Spud could fly, it would be a little easier. But, you know, his little flat nose, he can't breathe very well. So he doesn't go very far. So. <laughs> All right. Let's jump back to the coaching questions. And um, I thought it was a good one. What is working for Coach Elliott and working alongside Coach Sullivan, uh, for that matter? Uh, been like for both of you so far and I noticed a little giggle over there on Jordan so I'm going to jump on your (laughs) your quick response there like your body language yeah yeah no um obviously Eric uh having worked with him for one year in college um it's kind of been a full circle moment and obviously like I've seen him kind of throughout my career and kind of snippets, but um, I don't know, it's just been really cool to kind of pick his brain. And obviously like he was a former athlete as well. So he can understand this, you know, maybe possible transition from, you know, playing to, um, to coaching and uh, just in general, like obviously he's been in Texas for many, many years. So just kind of asking him questions and and really getting to know him uh, again. And uh, obviously it was great working with him back in college. So that was awesome. Um, And then Jarrett, obviously I I really haven't had that many conversations with him like prior to kind of going to Texas. And so I kind of tried to go in with an open mind and just really um, not have any expectations and just kind of um, see where it it went. And um, Jarrett's awesome. Um, I've been just so impressed by him and how he's um, um, just led such a successful program for so many years. And I think it goes back to, you know, one of his, you know, what he talks about a lot is, you know, people. And um, he is really a people person and he he will um, listen. And um, yeah, he's just very much present. And uh, I just have really enjoyed getting to know him um, and his wife, Andrea. Um, yeah, it's just been really cool to observe and, and to get to know them more. Um, and just, yeah, really excited to kind of continue to continue that as well. Hey y'all. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the viral volley podcast podcast. Be sure to follow Rob at Rob on the mic on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook or at Rob on the mic.com. Check it next time.